Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, October 11th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. From, <clears throat> from Las Vegas, Nevada, with a frog in his throat, I'm Justin Robert Young. And uh, also with a slightly itchy throat, but in the L.A. area, I'm Roger Chang. Solidarity and throat itchiness today on <laughs> Daily Tech News Show. Uh, we're going to talk about Apple TV. Uh, we have a leak that tells us what they might actually be planning. Uh, we'll throw in a little bit of news about what Turner and Warner Media are planning as well. But let's start with a few other tech things you should know. Samsung announced its 6.3-inch Galaxy A9, the first quad camera phone, people, has a 24-megapixel main camera, a depth-sensing camera, telephoto camera with 2x optical zoom, and a 120-degree ultra-wide lens. The front-facing camera is also 24 megapixels. It'll cost uh, 549 pounds sterling, which is around 724 U.S. dollars, when it launches in the U.K. in November. Privacy-oriented search engine DuckDuckGo announced it, it, it has reached 30 million daily searches, up 50% year over year. It took the company seven years to get to 10 million and two years to reach 20 million, so the growth is accelerating. DuckDuckGo shows ads based on keywords being searched without needing to trace user behavior. And Apple is acquiring a part of Dialog Semiconductor, including 300 of its engineers, a bunch of patents, some of its facilities, all of the stuff related to the power management chips that Apple uses in the iPhone and iPad. Apple has used Dialog chips since the first iPhone. Dialog will continue to focus on IoT, mobile, automotive, computing, and storage markets as a provider of mixed signal integrated circuit chips. So Apple isn't taking all of Dialog. And in fact, as part of the deal, Apple is committed to spending $300 million dollars to secure products from Dialogue over the next three years. Deal is expected to close in the first half of 2019. All right, let's talk a little bit about a surprising element of the PC market, Justin. Ah, yes. Gartner's report shows Microsoft broke into the top five PC vendors in the U.S. in Q3 for the first time, rising 1.9%. Lenovo showed the largest growth at 22.2%, and Apple showed the largest decline at 7.6%, while HP remained on top 
growing 3.5%. Gartner estimates that worldwide PC shipments rose 0.1% to 67.2 million units, while IDC estimates a uh, a 0.9% decline to 67.4 million units. Lenovo took the top spot worldwide from both Gartner and IDC. Couple of the surprising things in there. One, the, the biggest one is Microsoft breaking into the top five for the first time as a hardware maker. They, yeah. I, I wouldn't say Microsoft downplays their hardware line, but they often look at it as like these are examples, these are flagships. We're just trying to show the industry what can be done, you know, because they don't want to piss off all of their hardware partners, basically. Uh, so Surface really, at least in the United States, catching on. The other one is Apple having a decline in MacBooks. And that one doesn't surprise me with the negative reception of the latest MacBook Pro and the slow uh, pace of updates to the rest of the line. Yeah, Apple just, this is not where their eye is right now. But it does show that their influence is something that has shaped this market. When people think about the best versions of products after Apple's success, they want to go where the software makers integrate directly with the hardware. So it doesn't surprise hmm. me that Microsoft has also found that this is something that Microsoft customers, that Windows customers want. If you're going to get it, get it from the source. Although Lenovo, top spot worldwide, taking it over in a couple of regions, uh, and, and they are merely just hammering away at a core competency, uh, the competency. They bought the PC unit from IBM so many decades ago at this point, uh, and they, they've just continued to maintain that momentum ever since. Sure. Well, you can't beat price. In other Apple news, Genius announced a partnership with Apple Music to provide lyrics for songs in Apple Music. It's now the official music player for Genius. And if you're logged into Apple Music, when you visit the Genius website, you can play songs right from the Genius song page. New features are available both on the web and in iOS for both services right now. This is something that I will take advantage of. Uh, I I don't know about the rest of you, but I tend to look up song lyrics pretty frequently. And maybe it's just because... I don't know. I like mumblecore rap. So I'm like, what is he saying? What is he mumbling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, a, what was that line? But, um, but I, but I, and you know, genius obviously isn't the only place to get song lyrics. If you Google any, you know, anything that's, that's lyric related, you, you get lots of options. Google itself is, is one of them. But, but I also am an Apple music user. And I think that I, particularly on iOS, I think that this is something I would actually take advantage of because if I'm already on the Genius website and it's all just locked locked into my Apple Music uh, subscription that I'm that 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 is speaking to it, I uh, I like this integration. And Tom, for anybody who's like, "What's Genius?" It used to be called Rap Genius, but now it's it's. Uh, it's it's expanded to annotations for lots of things. Are uh, are so 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 this is not just lyrics. These are also the annotations for the lyrics, right? Correct. Yes. Because yeah. that's that's the it's, that's it's the, the value. The, yeah, it's the lyrics context. Yes, and so that if you're unfamiliar with with what Rap Genius started as, uh, uh, there are many allusions and. And, and maybe sneak disses or or various other mm-hmm. context related things that are in rap lyrics. That's where it started. It's now spread out to all music, but it has a very rich user generated, almost Wikipedia esque community of people that have uh, annotated what all these lyrics mean. And I think that it's it to me has been an invaluable part of being a music fan. I'm glad that they have spread out into other genres, and I think it's 
smart for Apple to put them in there because look, I, I don't, I don't know. And neither do you listener of this show. What uh, these lyrics mean. You got to check them out. Yeah. I look up lyrics all the time too. And I love the idea, even though I'm not an Apple music user, so this is useless to me, but I love the idea of being able to get that high quality information of not just the lyrics, but the annotations right there in my app. Uh, because a lot of times when you look up lyrics online, you're like, am I going to get a virus from this site? Like there's so many like shifty sites providing lyrics to songs and, and genius is a well-known and reliable website for that. Pocket has integrated with Amazon Polytext to speech. So on Android and iOS articles read to you will sound more natural than before. There's also an enhanced player that gives more playback controls like a scrubber and the iOS app also has all the features of the Android app as well, such as ordering articles to listen continuously. The listen button is also now available in the article list area. And there is an Amazon skill to let you play your pocket articles on echo devices and the like. Business Insider says this is because podcasts are hot. Oh, yeah. Podcasts are the new thing. I don't know if you guys were aware. I have heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, well, thank goodness for that. No, I, I, <laughs> there, there is truth to the fact that more people are listening to things than ever before. I don't think it's new, but it is continuing to rise. And, and Pocket is, is doing well as, as a Mozilla company now to take advantage of that and say, hey, you know what? Uh, you might not get around to reading it. But if you're in a situation where you can listen to it, we're going to make it easy. We're not going to make you dig through the menu anymore. And we're going to make it more pleasant to hear it. It won't be so robotic. Uh, we'll be able to use some some tech, in this case from Amazon, uh, to make it more pleasant to listen to. I think this is all good. I will forever pine for the audio-only internet. I will forever pine for the world in which I can just leave one earbud in that dynamically rises or falls what is happening out in the outside world so I can be told things. I, there is so much of my day that could be filled with more relevant, natural-sounding information. We have the tools. We have the technology. The time is now. I'm, I, I applaud this move, and I encourage everyone else to follow in its lead. I can't wait till they turn them into videos for the millennials. <laughs> It, I um I, I it occurred to me yesterday that I was like I you know I haven't been on Twitter in a few days. I mean, not just that I haven't tweeted anything, but I just have not been reading Twitter. I would love something that sounds and it, you know, Twitter has its own syntax, and it would just be weird to have it read. I don't exactly know how that would work. I would love there to be some sort of a solution because yeah, yeah I'm walking the dog, or otherwise I I can't be in front of you know Tweetbot or or you know a Twitter app of choice. Something that makes sense of all of this and gives me context if there's an at reply to an original tweet. I don't know how that would work. And if that's already in place somewhere, please let me know. But, you know, as text to speech and, 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 and hearing things that sound, uh, you know, less robotic than ever becomes more and more the norm, these, these are the solutions I'm looking for. Joshua Browder has made bots that help people dispute parking tickets, find lost luggage, and handle landlord disputes. This year, he created Do Not Pay to help people file 25,000 lawsuits against Equifax over its data breach. Now, Do Not Pay is being expanded to help users lock down privacy settings on social media and file lawsuits in the event of data breaches. It works for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, with Google to be added soon. It uses the Have I Been Pwned database to tell if a user has been the victim of a data breach. This is one of those classic stories that uh, is going to get a lot of headlines that lead people to think it does things it doesn't. 
but is still a very valuable and interesting advance. And I love what Browder's doing, just bit by bit, finding what's possible with bots, not making promises, but saying, well, what can I actually do with them right now? And making that practical. So in this case, he's like, oh, public database, have I been pwned? I can look at that and say, hey, your email address is listed here. Uh, you have said you have told me that you're a member of that company. Would you like me to file a claim on your behalf? I mean, yes, it's technically a lawsuit, and yes, you have to carry it out and follow through with it. The bot's not going to go to court for you, <laughs> you know. It's not it's not going to do all the correspondence, but it's going to handle the paperwork, which is what it did with the parking tickets. It's what it's done with airline fares and the rest of it. So, uh, I I think this is fantastic, uh, and and it is both more and less than it seems. Uh, it also creates a tremendous opportunity for lawyers to then say, all right, well, if you've already filed a lawsuit, you've already indicated interest in it, then you can combine it into a class action thing. Look, at the end of the day, what this does is puts an onus on some of these companies security wise to say, hey, look, this isn't just going to be sour grapes from your users. If there is a financial penalty that you might have to pay and a, a media penalty that you will have to pay by having this be a story that drags out, then maybe there are security choices that you will make that are different than the ones that have been made where you didn't really have to worry about it. If there's a data breach, sure, you're going to have to, you know, uh, have egg on your face for a couple of days, but it's not the end of the world. Who disputes parking tickets? Oh, man, I, there used to be an app. That used that, uh, and I don't know whether or not it was created by Joshua, but uh, yeah, it was. It, I'm sure it was. If you're thinking yeah, of the one so that will, uh, it would have the bot look at your parking ticket and then figure out all the things that you needed to say on on your dispute to have the highest chance of getting it uh, dismissed. Dismissed. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and, I, and, and, you and when I pay. ask that, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't dispute parking tickets. I'm just saying. I've gotten so many parking tickets over the years and it was always my fault. You know, I, I just don't know how all those, who's disputing all this. David stuff. Prager also is another. Well, David, David Prager knows, knows how to get out of a parking ticket. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he really does. Like he's, he's the yeah. only person when you ask that question, like the actual answer was like, Oh, I know one guy. who's <laughs> like, actually done it. But that's, I, that was, that's kind that of the point of the bot right. is yeah, yeah. for, for you. Who's like, I don't have time for this. You let the bot do it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's great. And again, it's 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 beatmaster was like it'll be funny when this gets hacked it's not automatic it just helps you fill out the paperwork you still have to file it so it's it's not extreme not that anything is unhackable but it's not like you can you can force it to do stuff it would it would just be using it to perpetrate fraud i guess well, you, you yeah, might be able yeah to. The, this is the recourse of the consumer yeah. it makes it easier to have the consumer have recourse and and the imbalance in the legal system is often because they have lawyers and you can't afford one. And this helps balance those scales, the scales of justice. (laughs) All right. I just went with that because the scales came out of my mouth. And it you know, it's, my a, it's it's uh, you know it's October Libra yes, scale right. sign. So and and, and by the way, Tom, Tom, speaking of musical scales, 
Yes, uh, the U.S. president has signed the Music Modernization Act into law to help make it easier for artists to get paid for use of their music and streaming services. Among the benefits of the modification to the copyright law are the ability to get paid for pre-1972 recordings. The problem was uh, copyright really wasn't modernized until 1972, so there was a patchwork of laws before 1972. This fixes that confusing aspect of things. It improves royalty payouts for producers and engineers producers were never even mentioned in copyright law before and it also makes it possible for a streaming service to just license all music compositions at once uh, there have been a couple of business plans in the past. One is licensed song by song, which is what Amazon did and took them forever to build up their catalog or just be ready to be sued, which is what Spotify did. Like, we'll just put the music on and we'll deal with it as the lawsuits roll in. This gets rid of both of those and says you can just write a check and start your streaming service. It is a rare piece of copyright law that seems to be supported by all the big players in, from on all sides of this issue. Yeah. This just seems like a good law. I know, right? It's like, what do you what do you say? Like, public knowledge supports it. The streaming services support it. The record labels support it. The artists support it. Like, wow, we can do this. Whenever we talk about like, sure, Tom, yeah, we need new internet law, but how's that going to happen? Here's an example of where a technological problem was solved in a bipartisan way with a law that seems to work for everybody. Uh, can I also say, apropos of nothing, that I encourage all DTNS listeners to not make their iPhone password zero 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 zero. Oh, Justin, good advice. This is how this is how you good get advice. to steal That's... your laptop and <laughs> ransom it against you. That is, good. folks. If you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to DailyTechHeadlines.com. All right. So as I alluded at the top of the show, sources tell CNBC that Apple is readying their new digital video service. We all knew that because of all the deals that have been uh, leaking out. But apparently what it's going to be is owners of Apple devices getting the original content from Apple through the TV app. The TV app is already there on Apple TV, iOS uh, devices, both iPhone and iPad. Uh, Apple TV users probably are the most familiar with it, but you, you might be using it on your phone or your iPad as well. And the way that TV app works, it just surfaces stuff it knows you're watching. So if you're watching through Hulu, it'll tell you like, hey, the next episode of of uh, Castle uh, Rock is 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 out or what or whatever. Um, it will do that with Apple. TV shows, and you won't have to pay anything extra for it. Also, apparently, according to the CNBC story, instead of being kicked out to the apps to subscribe, which you usually can't do because most of the apps don't want to do in-app subscriptions through tvOS, you'll be able to sign up to subscribe to channels through the TV app itself. Uh, which I don't know if it's going to change the number of people participating in allowing subscriptions through tvOS, but... It would make it so that you wouldn't have to be kicked out to the app. Uh, so, for instance, with HBO, uh, if you want to subscribe to HBO when you're in the TV app, it just kicks you out to the HBO Now app and you have to go through their process. This would make it a little simpler. Uh, anyway, it, it, along with single sign-on, uh, along with the increasing number of companies that participate in the TV app to track your, your viewing, it makes sense that Apple would just throw this stuff right in. Now, in addition... 
CNN reports that Warner Media is planning to launch a streaming service at the end of next year that would combine content from HBO with the Turner networks like TNT and TBS uh, and Warner Brothers Film and TV. Both the TV shows they make for other people as well as the movies they make. They have the DC Universe, for instance. Harry Potter films are part of Warner Brothers. So they would be trying to make a Netflix competitor. Now, I can already hear the cries, y'all, of... We don't want more services. I don't want to have to buy an Apple device in order to watch a hot new show. Uh, Justin, what do we have to say to them? I think you kind of do want to. Look, number one, this clarifies, I think, another story that made the rounds uh, last week about Apple's problems that they're having with creating shows. Family-friendly thing, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that it would be family-friendly because now it puts it into a little bit of a different context if what Apple's wanting to do is make these things free to anybody that has a Apple TV compared to the extra step of saying, no, I need to buy a service. I need to add Apple streaming. And so now I think when you think of it in that context, then sure. I'm making the decision to get an NC-17 Dr. Dre bio uh, uh, show. If it's free, that might be a little bit of a different story. I think this is a very interesting play to say, okay, so let's say that Apple does get the next office, right? They just have a show that produces 13 episodes every year. That's super fun. Is it a better idea to say, you want to know what? I could probably upgrade my hardware to get a good experience. People seem to like it. I very much enjoy the TV app. I found myself straining against it and yet finding myself using it because it is. it knows what I'm watching. It knows uh, where I can find it very easily. And I get these shows forever unless they spin it out into its another uh, subscription service. But in this model, you upgrade your hardware once. And now you're not adding a new subscription service, which means that it plays uh, into the hands of people that are frustrated by subscription fatigue. Mm, I don't know, man. If I'm an Android user, I'm not buying that. Like, I don't want to have to switch my phone. I don't want to have to, to participate. Well, you in- don't want to have to. But what if the show is super hot and everybody's talking about it and you just sort of have to give in and then Apple makes more money on hardware sales as they want to anyway? Well, yeah, but I don't want... I mean, that's I, going I, to happen for some people. And people are going to be angry about that. I mean, they're angry about CBS angry, All Access. See- for sure. goodness sake. They're definitely going to be angry about this. Well, I mean, hold on. Wait, so, so more angry than they would be about another $10 a month? If, if, in other words, it's like, not only do I have to spend a few hundred dollars at once, but I have to change platform? No way. I hate Apple. I hate iOS. And I don't want to have to go there just to watch this Jennifer Aniston comedy. Okay, but, but we're, we're not talking about a wholesale ecosystem change. You'd be talking about getting an Apple TV. Which, yes, is, Which a is an ecosystem dollars. change for a lot of people. I've got it, an Android it, no, TV. No, 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 I've got it, an it, NVIDIA it, Shield. Why do I want to get a TVOS? I don't like um, it. I hate the remote. It doesn't work. Understood, right? And so all I'm saying is that let, let's draw a circle around just that. Let's not talking about getting new phones and getting new laptops and everything. Let's just talk about the, the, the TVOS. But I want to watch yes. it mobile, too. Now I can't watch it. Only, I can only watch it on my TV. I, mean, I don't know about that circle you're drawing. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, I, I do think that there are some things that you can say, all right, well, this is just a thing that I watch on my TV. I think people make that decision all the time. Uh, uh, whether or not the Jennifer Aniston comedy is something that is <laughs> may, so may or may intense, not be the best example. I don't know. Yeah, that you need to watch it on your phone. 
mileage may vary. I, all I'm interested in is this. We are talking about two very charted, annoying things. I have to switch platforms to get something exclusive. And all these vultures want to do is get another $13 out of my bank account every single month because I'm going to forget to cancel it. And and they know that. And they know that a one month is more than likely going to be a year because uh, I'm just going to think I'm going to want to watch something. So what would you choose if you have you have both of those problems that people already know? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model in the market perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. Oh, they're defined consumer bugaboos. What is better of the two? I, I think it comes down to a, a very, I, it may not sound important when I first say it, but I think a very important key aspect of this will be if Apple does this, which again, we're going by a CNBC leak. This is not an announcement. If Apple does this, do they make these shows available for sale outside of the Apple ecosystem? In other words, can I go to Google Play and buy seasons of these maybe a, a year later, the way HBO does it, right? Like like yeah. Game of Thrones or something like that. If that exists, then I think this is less of an issue. It's, you know what? It's like books. We don't, we, we, we have to buy the books. We don't have a subscription book service, Kindle yeah. Unlimited, you know, aside, right? For the most part, you don't expect everyone to read all the good books and you, and you don't expect that you will, you will get them through one service. You, you go and you buy the books that, that you want to read and you know that you'll never be able to read all the books. We're used to TV not being like that because yeah. of cable. Uh, but I remember a time when, your cable system might not carry the channel that has the hot new show. And you were like complaining to your cable TV. Come on, carry that channel. It got to the point where almost all the major networks were on all the cable channels and we got spoiled. But I think TV is becoming more like books in that way, where you can buy the show everywhere. 
It doesn't matter. It's only if you want it to be on your streaming service that you start to complain. And I think people are just going to have to get used to that new idea. However, that conversation changes if Apple says, no, the only way to ever get them is to go through a TVOS or I, iOS yeah. system. I, I, I agree. Now, what does Amazon do with, with like marvelous Mrs. May? Oh, no, you can buy Amazon stuff in iTunes and stuff, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, you know, I say that, but maybe... Well, you sure. know, and again, I, I think it goes back to if there is a hit show that everybody's talking about, and we haven't seen any of these shows that Apple supposedly is in the works and creating uh, with, with various production companies, but if something is enough of that water cooler conversation piece and you just really want to watch the show and you have to have a piece of Apple hardware to watch that show, they're going to sell more hardware. That, and and I, I don't know how much Apple cares if someone's mad about that. Like, go ahead, be mad. Then you just can't see the show. Uh, I, I, I will add that uh, it better be, one, a very darn good show. Two, you need to <laughs> exactly. keep someone in the ecosystem or after the show ends or whatever, and, or they don't like it, they're just going to pop on off, right? It's one thing to have something that brings people through the door. You still need other stuff to keep them there. Before they either get bored with the show or they find it, it's not as interesting. Yeah, but as once they, they but with Apple's uh, method of this is genius. Like once you've bought the device, it doesn't matter if you get bored well, with the other. Yeah, that's, and that's, and that's the and that's the threshold. I, yeah, it, I I do not. I personally do not believe it is enough to have a hit show or even three or four hit shows to bring people into a new hardware ecosystem. Unless no, but, there's, but, but, but we're we're but like. We're looking at this as if there's not already a commoditized, defined market where everybody's selling the exact same product with very minor differences uh, that can that, that their features are. You can stream Netflix. You can stream these apps. You can stream these uh, networks yeah. that, that have these apps. That's already the world that we live in. So if you were to say on top of that, buy ours because you'll have I don't have know, man. If I already, free, no, 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 if no, I already no, have no, a Roku... I don't want to go spend $150 on an Apple TV and, just and to watch a show. And, and you don't have to, right? This is for, this is a carrot for, I do want to upgrade. Well, or, I, like, again, I'm going back to the people who are complaining that Star Trek Discovery is on CBS All Access. So, you know, the answer is, well, then don't buy CBS All Access, right? But people are complaining because they're like, I want to watch this show and you need to give me another way to do it. Put it on CBS. I think you're going to have that complaint against okay. Apple. I think Sarah's right. Apple sure. don't care. No, but, but, your, but your argument, exactly. Because your argument is, don't give me another uh, subscription service that's going to be worthless. And well, that's, and I think, what Apple's trying to get around. That's not my argument. That's a lot of people's argument. Uh, oh, one, okay. I'm I sorry. checked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A lot of people who were making that argument two seconds ago. I mean, I make all the arguments all the time. <laughs> so I will always disavow them later, too. That's more in terms of, you know, it's, it's it's less relevant now because so many Android apps are, are have kept up with iOS apps. But back in the day, iOS used to get all the cool apps first. You know, developers were just kind of going to iOS first, and then there'd be an Android app that would would show up eventually, right? If you don't have an iOS device, you're not going to be able to use those apps. So it didn't force anybody to buy an iPhone. And people complained constantly well, about sure it. Well, sure they complained, yeah. but they also sold a lot of iPhones. Well, so, okay, yes, you keep making that point, and that's the point of why Apple won't care about this, but I think a lot of people are going to be angry is the only thing I'm saying. I but I, yeah, I think I, I think, think we're right both now, right. we are just we are in such and I know we're starting to circle the drain on this, but like yeah, yeah. uh we are we are we are at a point now where again 
all these set-top boxes functionally in terms of the feature list are basically the same. No. They're offering the same things. Eh, but if you already have one, uh, we're circling the drain. Again, circle, the drain. again. Let me, know, let me, again, let me break, again. break the drain circle by saying, no, Amazon does not sell Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Vudu. I checked. Uh, I was thinking okay. of Netflix where you can get Netflix shows like Orange is the New Black through Fandango Now, for instance. But maybe Amazon doesn't do that. So maybe Apple won't do that either. And uh, and, and by the way, I'm sure that uh, please, please uh, uh, file your insurance complaints for the riots in the streets about uh, Amazon gating their content and not selling it. <laughs> yeah, but it's so cheap to get a prime video, right? It's a, ah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big outlay to, to buy an, a, an Apple device. Wait, is it? No, for for Prime Video, like, but what is what is Prime per year? Prime Video per year is like seventy bucks, but you also are buying it already for shipping. Ah, that's a that, okay. that that's a valid that's a valid difference. Then I already have a box, and now I have to spend one hundred fifty dollars I wouldn't have otherwise. Mm, I don't know. It's We're frictionless versus frictionful. This is not no. That's not friction. All right, enough. Move on. All right. <laughs> to everybody who participates in our subreddit. I tried to have a witty uh, segue and there just wasn't one. Submit stories, uh, <laughs> submit stories and vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. We do have a lot of the next generation of TV stories, so keep those coming as well. Those are some of my personal favorites. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Real quickly, let's check out the mailbag, Sarah. Let's. Yeah, Matt wrote in about our conversation with Patrick Beja yesterday about uh, the new Pixel books. Matt said... I used to be in the same camp as Patrick when he commented, well, this is expensive for a Chromebook, but I picked up a Pixel book last month. It was on sale and it radically changed my mind. After getting a Chrome set up, I realized that Works video conferencing app, where, where uh, Matt works, doesn't run well in a browser, but I could install the Android app, which worked fine. Then Linux, Crostini support hit the stable channel. I was able to painlessly install Linux, GIMP for photo editing. This Chromebook can now actually run more software than any other device I own. A month ago, I thought that Chrome OS was a bit of a toy. Now it's the laptop I'm traveling with for work. I agree with you, Matt. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, thanks, Matt. And, and important to remember that, um, that, that uh, laptops are, are often what you make of them and what you install on them. Also, thanks to Justin Robert Young for being with us this fine, frolicky Thursday Yes. What uh, what's uh, what's going on? I know you're in Vegas, but um, what's what's been going on since we saw you last? Well, uh, I will be at Scoop Fest this weekend here in Las Vegas. You can go ahead and just Google Scoop Fest. Uh, uh, but also, I got, I got two new things that I want to get out uh, to everybody. Number one, uh, my game Action News is now on Amazon. Uh, you can go to Amazon. You can get Prime Delivery, uh, and if you already have Action News then I would very much encourage you to uh, leave a review on Amazon, say that you got it via the Kickstarter, say you got it via, via our store, but any review on Amazon is always very, very helpful. So just search for Action News on Amazon. Action News, the game of television news. You can get that there. As well as on election night, November 6th, in the Piano Fight Theater in San Francisco, I will be doing my wave watch show so you wave will see the watch. results the results of election night as well as reviewing some of the most crazy midterm ads that came out uh, a live decision desk all the trappings go ahead and get your tickets now bit.ly slash wave watch 
And folks, we need your help on the Patreon to hit our monthly goal of one more patron than last month. We know that a lot of you are like Marty in the pool, and we appreciate that. If you're not, though, we know there's one of you out there. Yeah, that's you who's like, oh, yeah, I know what? I've been meaning to do that right now. No time like the present. Patreon.com slash DTNS. Sign up a dollar a month and push us right over the edge. If you have feedback for us, please send it along. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We're live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. And you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Shannon Morse and Len Peralta illustrating the show. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm